0: Highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Haas with Team Reba REMAX Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Austinus from Home Street Bank. All right. Well, it's uh, not as fabulous a week as last week. It's a little gray, little sprinkles. I figure we might want to get right straight into your stuff. You're going
2: to jump right in today? Sure.
1: I, I think so, because, uh, well, there's going to be a couple of things I might throw in, a little curveball here and there, but I am really curious about the person we have sitting in the studio with us about today. About our guest today? Yeah, yeah. I'm super curious, because as we mentioned before we started, you guys get to interact on a regular basis, most likely in the industry. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I never get the opportunity to be around someone who deals with PMI.
2: Right, right, mortgage insurance, private yeah. mortgage insurance. Make
1: me sound so mysterious.
2: Yeah. I know, you are mysterious so, because wow. yes.
1: most people, you know, when they look at their mortgage numbers and all their closing and everything that's tied into their loan, they're always like, what is that thing? So right. it is. It's very mysterious. What is it and why
2: do I have to have it? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah.
1: how can I get rid of it? It's kind of yeah. like a rash. They just go. What? What is there a salve for this? I don't know. I, can I take a pill? I I don't know.
2: How do I get rid of this thing? Yeah, it's called greenbacks.
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But it's a
2: greenback salve. Absolutely. Well, today we, we have we're happy to have a guest with us today, Sherry Spees from Radian Mortgage Insurance. Welcome, Sherry.
3: Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. yeah. So we're
2: going to be talking all about PMI today, private mm-hmm. mortgage insurance, and and all about it. what yeah. it, What it what it does for us, how it helps us, and uh, and and sort of all the ins and outs on it.
1: Yeah. No, I think yeah. it's a great topic.
2: I'm I'm yeah, super happy. Yeah. We both yeah.
1: bring different things to the show all the time. Different you know folks to interview and concepts and ideas and. This was fantastic. I didn't know we could have access to somebody like this.
2: I always sort of badgering into it. So that's always. That's oh,
1: excellent. Great. Excellent. Badgering is my favorite. I, think I saw okay, Sherry at, awesome.
2: a, at a, 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 a banking function. I'm like, you need to be on the radio show. And she's like, oh, uh, okay.
1: <laughs> can I hide?
2: That's right. That's she right. needs a salve for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, this is a live call in show, too. So if you have questions for us, you can reach us toll free at 877. No. 866 712 1300. (laughs) 866 712 1300. (laughs) You can also tweet us at Team Reba Mm -hmm. or at Eric is my banker.
4: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: I bet you don't have a tweet handle, do you? I do not have a tweet handle. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. We're probably, yeah, we probably don't want to badger you about one of that. Well, no, we've, we've, uh, we've shamed. Many Multiple of our guests, guests into a social media presence. <laughs> like, where's your Twitter handle? What do you mean you don't know your Twitter handle? Like, yeah. oh, I don't have it. Yes, you
2: do. Yeah, it's the uh, <laughs> it's the uh, social media seed of shame. You know, we'll put someone yeah. in and make them make them go home and do their homework. Okay, that so going. rates.
1: Yeah. So here's my little curveball though. Before yeah. you do that, so I was having a conversation as any. Regular listener knows I'm on the Renton Chamber, frequently. yeah, 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 Rent and Chamber board of directors, and I'm also involved in several committees. So I'm on the Education Committee, Education and Workforce Committee, and I'm also on the uh, Business Development Committee.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I was just chatting about an event that I'm going to help them put together for social media training.
2: Excellent. So
1: we're going to have guests who've been on our show who are still building out some of their social media strategies or trying to figure it out. And we're going to also invite that to the Renton chamber membership. Excellent. And if people listening to the show are interested in something like that, they can send me an email at info at dot com, and we'll get them an invite when we have the date and place settled for that. But yeah, that's gonna, it's I have a feeling we're going to have, some pretty big numbers in the room for that. Uh, the last time I taught this training, I've done a couple of these trainings for different business groups, and we usually get 30 or more people in the room. And I think if we uh, extend it in the reach that I'd like to, to do, we're probably going to get at least 50 people in the room. And everyone's going to come with their smartphone, their tablet, their laptop, whatever is available for them and how they market and then we'll show them how to do that and how to Excellent. integrate a marketing plan around social media and their traditional marketing.
2: You'll have everybody tweeting and blogging like pros, you know, in no time. You betcha! Uh, awesome! Very yeah, cool. I'm all about it. Very cool. Well, that's good. Well, you badgered me into it. You know, I had to. Uh-huh. I had to defend myself against your, you know, you're getting better. Tag bald thing that you put on. You're there. getting
1: better. So yeah, uh, yeah. At least we're up to awesomeness. Is awesomeness. <laughs> right
2: yeah good fortunately unfortunately unfortunately, nobody can spell that so well that's that's why we're working with it you know you need to start my
1: you know hashtag reba rocks or something like that
2: yeah okay I'll just have to learn how to do that we
1: do have hashtag open house with team reba so if you are trying to find shows via Twitter yeah Yeah. you can do a search on hashtag open house with team reba all together yeah and you can find past shows
2: and all of our past shows are on there yes so yes they are we post
1: all of them on the blog TeamReba.com/blog, and so they're all posted there. Or you can do a quick search on Perfect. social media.
2: Yep, ultimate cure for for insomnia, I can imagine. So we'll be Speak good. Speak for
1: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but maybe what you blog about.
2: I can't sleep. I, know. I just saw your email newsletter. State news.
1: To real news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just have them start listening to the first segment where you talk about rates.
2: No, usually the first segment I'm talking about, you know, Ludifisk or lefse or well, something that too. like that. Well, that too. That'll put so, somebody to sleep, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Unless
1: you're Norwegian and then well, they're in rapt attention. Yeah, <laughs> well,
2: speaking of rates, this should actually wake everybody up. They're still looking very, very good. So uh, the bond market which drives the rates is uh, having a little bit of an off week so far this week, uh, putting a little bit of upward pressure on rates. But we'll kind of see what's happening with the stock market is is uh, a little bit more positive right now. It's following oil. Uh, and uh, as oil prices rise, stocks will, will kind of go along with it, and interest rates will follow right along. And uh, But today, the average conventional conforming 30-year fixed rate, if you're buying a home today, it's going to be 3.625%.
1: Nice. And uh, Well, and cross your fingers. We have a mutual client whose offer just went in, and they're reviewing it right now
2: while we're fantastic. doing the show. Yep. And, uh, 15 year fixed rates, 2.875%. Nice. FHA, 30 year fixed rate. If you're a first time buyer out there, 3.25. And it went uh, down? Yeah, it went down just a little bit. So this is yeah. sort of an average. Uh, in fact, um, uh, there, there's, there's so many different, different kind of cool options out mm-hmm. there and, and, and this is certainly, certainly one of them. Okay, so, folks. So be listening to this. Yeah, we're keeping Pay a real close eye on, on all of these sort of things.
1: Even if you as a listener aren't in that first buyer category, absolutely. We're going to have a class that we're going to be scheduling Mm -hmm. soon. So, um, in fact, actually the gal that we just put the offer in on today was asking when we're going to have that scheduled. And we, we failed to get that set up for last week, uh, when we got on air. So maybe while we're here, we can look at some dates and get that put together.
2: We'll get that scheduled. So good. Um, that's, this is a a class that both Reba and I volunteer for Mm -hmm. through the Washington state housing finance commission. Mm -hmm. And this is a five hour certified first time home buyer class. So many of the the loan programs out there for first time buyers require that you take this class uh, to be eligible for the program, and also mm-hmm. for uh, special tax credits. Yes. So by yeah. signing certificates, up for this good one, for two years. Yep, that's right. The cost. Free. Pretty much, yeah.
1: What do you mean, pretty much? And we feed them. What do you mean? It's, it's- it's required to it's be free. Totally what do you free. mean, pretty much? The only yeah. reason it costs is because you and I usually buy snacks and water and coffee. <laughs> it's free for them. It doesn't cost anything to <laughs> them. You and I are the yeah, ones who pay for all right. the space and the food. That's right.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's a five hour class, so we have to keep everybody well fed. Yes. So that's the goal. Yes, for that. many
1: other people teach this class, but they make you bring brown bag. We treat you like kings and queens.
2: We don't want that. We want everybody to be happy and full. And
1: And we want you to save your money so you can
2: budget to buy a house. That's right. Absolutely. So there you go. Yeah. So Sherry's piece.
3: So Eric, (laughs) are you going to begin to badger me now?
2: Yes. It's your turn. It's your turn. I'm ready. Well, and and full disclosure. So you and I go way back. Yes, we do. So clear back (laughs) to Ingram High School when so, Eric had hair. Yes, that's right. That's right. So, and and you have been in the mortgage insurance business for how many years now?
3: I started in 1988 with a company called PMI that's no longer in existence. Right. And then I joined Radian 7 years ago.
2: Got it. Got it. And the whole time pretty much so you've you've been immersed in this industry.
3: I have. And I started at a really small bank in Lake mm-hmm. City and mm-hmm. I learned to process and underwrite loans and mm-hmm. The next thing I knew, I was selling mortgage insurance.
2: Fantastic! So
3: what made you
1: interested in doing that?
3: I think that I wanted to do something more in sales. I I, I didn't really want to be a loan officer at that point. And I had a really good friend and mentor who Mm kind of guided me into this position. So it worked out really well for both of us.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Because pretty much a lot of loans that have less than 20% down require this. So there's a little Mm -hmm. bit of solidifying your your sales base, I would imagine, whereas the lending world can go up and down quite a bit, and it just depends on what's going on. I mean, I guess, I don't know, did did your business go up during the recession?
3: No, it changed a lot,
1: like everybody's
3: business. I mean, we had kind of experienced more of the first and second trend there for a while Mm -hmm. prior to... Okay. Uh, the market kind of crashing, so yeah, that really kind of. cu- that that really <laughs> cut into the mortgage insurance world. That's, this yeah. is where basically you would get a first and a second, and completely right. eliminate.
1: Right? Yeah. Your mind. No, I I used loans. So like that. that was
3: a big deal for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we kind of worked through that, and then we came up upon those okay. cars that were really rough. And I think the hardest part for us is as an insurance company, we're trying to manage the portfolio. Mm-hmm. And so in order to do that, we had to be very, very careful about what we wrote. So right. that was really challenging for so us. So is that
1: part of what happened with all the lending rules when everything kind of constricted? Absolutely. Was a big part of that coming from the PMI sector? Absolutely. And every
3: company was doing what they had to do to survive. Right.
1: Okay.
2: Right. Because if you think about it, you know, a lot of, uh, if, if uh, a person has a, a mortgage and they have a very, very little equity or no mm-hmm. equity all in that property and the mortgage has mm-hmm. PMI on it, mortgage insurance on it, when the lender, when the loan goes into default, the lender's going to file a claim right. for their insurance. Right. So who takes that loss? You know, that's going to be shared with, with the, the private mm-hmm. mortgage insurance company. Mm-hmm. So, so they're right on the front lines with all of that.
1: So you say shared, so there's even their own deductible then from the lender side. Absolutely. We come in and pay a claim to the lender. Okay. So for example, if
3: someone should stop making their mortgage payment mm-hmm. and we have insured that loan, we'll come in and
1: pay a percentage for the lender to recoup their costs. Okay. Well, I am super, super curious more about how this all works because like I said, I rarely get an opportunity. Like I know what PMI is, but I'm going to be trying to throw questions to you that I think maybe our customers might sure. normally think of. And I can, I'll, I'll give you definite examples of when they're all like, but why do I need it? It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, we're going to be, back in about 30 well no in about 30 seconds we're gonna be done here and they'll be back in a couple of minutes open house with team Reba.
2: back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank.
1: And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side.
2: And today we have Sherry Spees with Radian Home Mortgage Insurance, PMI. We're talking PMI today. Mm-hmm. Welcome again, Sherry. Well, thank you. Hey, let's start out um, with kind of just a basic primer on what mortgage insurance is and what it does. Because most people, all they know is that if I put less than 20% down on my home, I got to have it, but they don't really know why. Yeah, they or, always look and or, or, go, What's this big I
1: don't want extra that.
3: amount of money? I, they they <laughs> yeah. look at you and say, I don't want that. So, yeah. how can yeah. I get around that? That's right. a really good question. Sure. I think the thing to remind people of is that it's not mortgage life. So, a lot of people think when they get mortgage insurance that they have a mortgage life policy, whereas If one of the spouses die, it comes in and pays the other spouse's mortgage off.
1: Some people think that. Some
3: people think it's mortgage life, so that's not what they're getting. Oh
1: no, that's like the things you start getting in the mail after you get your loan. Yes, (laughs) 60 days after
3: you get your loan, you get this mortgage life thing.
1: Oh my gosh. Well,
3: mortgage insurance is a little bit different in Uh the fact that if you buy a home and put less than 20% down and do a conventional mortgage, you have insurance on you right. and so even though you as a borrower pay for the insurance yeah. what it does is it insures the lender in case of default right. Right. so what okay. we're doing is we're taking a look at that loan just like the lender mm-hmm. and making a decision that that's a good risk right and should something happen and they can no longer make their payment we pay a claim to the lender right um it do- it happens in other types of mortgages too people think well then i'm going to do fha well, FHA has MIP.
1: Yeah.
4: Or
3: people think, Well, you know, I've got my VA, I can use mm-hmm. my VA. Well you got a VA funding fee. Right. All of those things are a type of insurance. And so really, mortgage insurance is not much different than either one of those.
1: Okay.
2: And the thing is, though, with, with a convention, and, and, and private mortgage insurance, or PMI, is, is associated only with conventional type loans. Right. And, and there's multiple ways to structure that. So it can be structured where you pay a monthly payment. It can be structured where you pay a one-time fee, and then you don't have anything added to your payment. It can Has be I- split- where you have a little bit up front and Mm -hmm. and a a way lower payment every month.
1: Has it always been that way, though? Or does that vary as the markets change?
3: You know, initially, it was always an annual premium with a monthly portion of it. So it was very similar to FHA. Okay. And then it switched, and almost everything was monthly. And now we've added a couple different products, one that's a single premium that can Mm -hmm. be added into the interest rate, one can be paid by a borrower or seller, or one could be split. That's where it really helps to work with somebody like Eric, who knows mm-hmm. all the different options and really is able to guide that borrower to what situation is going to work best for him in their profile.
1: Okay, so you just said something that's key to me that you caught my ear on, working with someone who knows this. So mm-hmm. you're saying that not all mortgage professionals will know all the differences that are out there?
3: Well, I think a lot of them do, but like all of us, you know, mm-hmm. you develop habits. This is easy. Mm-hmm. This works well. Everybody accepts a monthly. Sometimes you got to look outside the box a little bit. Right. See well, what's going to work yeah. best for that borrower. I agree.
2: Right. And, and and Reba, I mean, I'm having been in the industry a long time. I, I, I've mentored well, we a lot of loan officers. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, some of them you'll 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 talk about. I'll, I'll be working a transaction with a uh-huh. loan officer, and, and we're trying to figure out what's the best way to structure this loan. And, um, and I'm looking at what's the down payment, what's their credit score, right. what are all these, these factors? And I say, well, why don't you try a single premium, You know, which is going to give them a lower payment, you get lower ratios, blah, 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 and you right. can qualify for more home or that'll make it but it's a It's more
1: upfront cost. Right. right? Uh,
2: a lot of loan officers will just kind of look at you like a deer caught in the headlights. Like, right. What? I can do that? How does that work? Well, I've and,
1: even seen that in situations where we've been working with a mutual client mm-hmm. and maybe they're comparing you and one or two other Mortgage professionals, and they'll be like, Oh, but Eric gave me this, and this guy gave me this, and my out of pocket cost is so much lower. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Well, hold on. Do you even know what you're really looking at? Let's go take a close look right. at right. what the comparisons are because you might be comparing apples and oranges in this situation. That's true. And, and then what we end up looking at is like, Well, this is why the payment is so much lower here versus this guy over here. And I, I know it's Uh, I know it's sometimes a frustration for you because you you get certain types of personalities that buy and some of them shop certain kinds of things. Some people are very focused on the payment. Some Mm -hmm. people are very focused on the rate and some people Mm -hmm. are very focused on the cash out of pocket. That's right. And then sometimes you get that fun person who's sensitive to all three. (laughs) And you're like, okay, look, seriously? (laughs) At some point, we we have to be realistic. But uh, but yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, that's you know. that's why usually if I'm putting together quotes or something, I'll give I'll give multiple options. This one mm-hmm. gives you the lowest cash up front. This one gives you the lowest payment. This one's maybe gives you right. a compromise between those two. Right. So so person. But can But someone make those has decisions. to really
1: be having a good upfront conversation mm-hmm. with you about what their oh, goals are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it because can be very we always talk about setting people up for success for the transaction, mm-hmm. and so that is truly key is making sure that you can communicate this. And And I guess the tough part really in this. You know, industry of ours is that I'm talking with people at very granular level about their needs and wants of their family and their lifestyle. And oftentimes it bleeds into the lending side. And, and I frequently get asked to review. Well, here's what the lenders are giving me. What frightens me is I, I happen to know a lot about lending, but I'm certainly not licensed as a lender, but there's a lot of new people out there right now that would have no clue. Really about what they're looking at or how to talk about what each lender might be providing or the impact it's going to have on somebody over time. So it's um I just, you know, you know me, I'm all about communication and making sure that we're having good conversations. And there's been times I've had to interrupt you Mm -hmm. In working with a a client to say, well, you know, I know you're having this conversation, but this other conversation happened over here. We need to make sure we're all on the same page (laughs) because this is the feedback I'm getting and I need to make sure you hear it. So, you know, I mean, it's, but again, this is what's so fun about having Sherry here is like, I never get this person to talk to.
3: (laughs) Well, it's also, it's also an education. I mean, I think that's the role that you both play. Mm -hmm. And so by dealing with people that have been in the business a long time, you Mm -hmm. can help educate them so that they can make a decision that's going to fit well for them and their family.
1: Yeah. And I think people get very intimidated from the lending side of it and they tend to, um, they get to a place where they kind of break down and stop communicating because most people don't want to lose face. Right. And if they don't understand completely, the tendency is to actually just kind of take that internally and then not really continue pushing because it, it, there's a discomfort. Sure. Right. Right. And so things like this are, are something that I think is important that we, we find a way to have good open communication about it so we can talk about it, make them feel comfortable and confident about this and then understand how it how it works over time Mm -hmm. for them
2: right so so, and sherry maybe kind of help us out fill us out a little bit um Mm -hmm. sort of the different things that influence the cost of pmi you know so how much you put down you know what are some factors that that can affect that
3: yeah some of the things that we look at when we price out an mi loan is, first of all, the loan to value, how much someone is putting down. Mm-hmm. And mortgage insurance companies now are going up to 97% LTV again, which is a huge deal I for us. I heard that, huge so 3% deal for down. Us yeah. With mm-hmm. 3% down and it can be borrowed. So this is a huge step. We've not done a lot of it yet, but we're mm-hmm. getting a lot of conversations about it right now. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we look at is the loan to value or how much someone is actually going to put down. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is credit score. So most MI companies price based on credit score, and typically it goes down as low as six hundred and twenty, okay. and as high as seven hundred and sixty is the highest bucket you can qualify in.
1: When is someone getting the better PMI rates? Is it kind of like the lending side of it, at like say seven hundred and forty or seven hundred and twenty? Yeah, anything over seven hundred and forty, seven hundred and sixty, you'll get oh, the best okay. rates Maybe A little higher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, and and. um, you know so the, and there's strata here so so your your premiums are going to be highest if you're putting 3% down and then if you put a little bit more down 5% they're mm-hmm. going to go lower 10% they're going to go a little bit lower than that 15% down they're going to go way way lower right. than that and then, of course 20% down you're not going to need it That's at all That's a
3: really good point because if you're going to do a 97 the investors require that you mm-hmm. have 35% coverage on that loan and you're going what the heck does that mean
1: Yeah basically what that <laughs> <I> means <am.
3: laughs> is that I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna pay the lender 35% of the loan amount should that loan go sideways. So let's say we do a 95 ah. and you need 30% coverage. Right. And my company will come in and pay 30% to does, the
4: lender. Does that so, sound like a God. lot, Reba?
1: No, no, it's not. I'm not reacting for it sounding like a lot. It's helping in the, as, as somebody who did a lot of short sales, mm-hmm. In the day, and still, in fact, mm-hmm. actually, I'm writing an offer this afternoon for somebody on a short sale. Uh, when I look at what gets the lender to say
2: yes, right,
1: right, how do we get them to say yes? They're and, thinking
2: about it. Is there right. is there PMI coverage? Or is there mortgage insurance coverage? Right, exactly. On, on and what is it? Because
1: I mean, in some of those short sales we had, we even sometimes had to have the PMI company sign off on that sale as well and so it certainly helps you know from my understanding of okay because i mean we're not doing that
3: when you're in negotiation if they have mortgage insurance or not on that one uh, we
1: can't find out yes yeah yeah a, that I, seems like a good thing i'm all about mm. communication well we i tend to go and look at what the original loan was to begin with and the, the ones that are a bigger question mark for me sometimes are if it's a, been a modified loan uh, and whether or not there's something still applies uh, to that or not, because this one that I have coming up, um, this is actually a client who went through a bankruptcy, had the loan modified, and now uh, it was a bankruptcy attorney who referred her to me. And so there's a lot of things we had. I, I mean, my my learning curve is just constantly on the upswing because uh, we had to get into conversations about what it meant with the type of chapter that she had applied for and was discharged and whether or not the lender can come after her after the fact and, you know, all these kinds of, and they can't you know so uh, and it's you know it's one of those things that i felt i feel bad for her cuz she's a, she's a person who's 66 years old and has been through bankruptcy once already has this loan that was modified that will never actually be paid off ever even if she gets to the end of the term of this modified note there's still 300 some thousand dollars still due and so it's just like that's just insane. Like, why would you do this? So, um, so anyway, she's. We have a an investor who's going to buy the property from her um, because it's in okay condition. But um, yeah, so we're just about to get that underway this week. But uh, so that particular note, I'm not really sure. I, I looked at the modified terms, but I don't recall seeing a mortgage insurance. I, I think the bankruptcy maybe mm-hmm. affects that a little bit, but in a traditional case where we just have someone who's in default, we try and figure out where we're at. So we know how many players are we going to be having to talk to? Sure. Who do we need to explain this to? How do we get into the hardship letter and all the things that are part of that? So, um, uh, most definitely, uh, I've had more than my share, I guess, <laughs> of interactions from this level, but without direct communication. Cause we always have to do that through the uh, service provider, right? Which is right. that lender name. Right. You know, and that was the thing we found out through all of this is you can go to that lender and they are now, they didn't used to be required by law to tell us who the back end investor was, or if there was PMI, they now are required to tell us. And so we have to put that request out and then they give us that information back and then we go forward. But that um,
2: that can definitely help in the the whole negotiation process and helping try and put some, some transactions together. Yeah. So when again, we come back, yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, more with Sherry Spees from Radian Mortgage Insurance. Stay tuned.
0: Business Radio 1300 Traffic. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba.
1: Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Remax Metro East Side,
2: where you can tweet her at Team Reba.
1: Oh, thank you. Here you go. <laughs> and I'm
2: Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank,
1: where you can tweet him at Eric is my banker. In there. fact, I just tagged you on a post.
2: Did you? Yes, I did. Well, because like we're hashtag Open house with Team Reba in. on air nice. right now.
1: Awesome. You betcha. Awesome. Yeah, sure. You betcha. Come there on. There you
2: go. Yeah. <laughs> you are so good. You are so good.
1: <laughs> is so, that one taken? I don't know. Maybe probably. we should do that.
2: Yeah. Was, how about OOFDA? <laughs>
1: OOFDA. You know, oh, my gosh. I'm going to have one. to start putting that. I, I know Actually, that what I was stated. posting is that we were talking about private mortgage insurance, you know, parentheses PMI, and then I put hashtag dead sexy. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> hashtag real estate, you know. Hey, come on. <laughs>
2: Why not? Get it out. Hey, it's get sexy it to me. It. There you, you know? go. There you I go. love
1: learning this stuff.
2: Oh, Learning is sexy. It's oh, awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yep, yep P-M-I, yep.
1: dead sexy. I bet you never thought you'd hear that, huh? No. No. <laughs> no. Never, never, never. But
3: <laughs> I'll take it.
2: And today we are talking with the lovely Sherry Speece from Radiant Home Mortgage Insurance. So hashtag dead sexy. Hashtag dead, dead, dead <laughs> sexy <laughs> mortgage insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we've got that hey, down. speaking
1: of dead, does P-M-I kick in if somebody uh dies? It, Don't no, go
2: there. No, it's not.
4: Actually, I've had a lot of deaths
1: recently. I've had to deal with with clients, so I'm kind of curious. Mortgage life.
2: Yeah, that's the mortgage life insurance for that. Okay, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, but no, 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 no.
1: no. I'm I'm actually saying like when someone passes away, if they don't have that, and they and they stop because I mean I know a lot of attorneys who say to the family members like stop paying the mortgage. Ooh. They're like you're not required to. I mean, if somebody has to, I mean just. He might kick in if, you know, you have to sell it. Okay, I'm going to... I'm sorry. I know this is morbid. I know this is morbid, but I just closed. This is horrible. I just closed a short sale down in Kent a couple months ago. And I kid you not. I mean, it's so sad. Three weeks after the buyers moved in, the wife passed away after family had come in town to celebrate this new house. And, I mean, literally three weeks. And they have another house that they were... I don't know if they were going to sell it or not, but I was just like, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" And my my assistants and I were talking about, you know, that stuff that shows up in the mail afterward. Of like, just in case you know something happens, All it's right. like that's going to show up after it's happened right oh,
2: right that's you know, oh boy yeah, yeah that's it's not just yeah
1: you know, so if they decide to sell this house they're going to be right. upside down it'll be, oh. be hard you know it's going to be yeah, hard Yeah, that's
2: the thing with with mortgage insurance that you know the, the last thing that a lender wants or, or a mortgage insurance company anybody we don't want a foreclosure no. that's the last thing we want no huh. we lose nobody wants so that. much money mm-hmm. on, on those and 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 it's it's not it's not a fun thing it's not a happy thing we don't make, you know, we're not making a killing off. We're not, like, sitting there chomping our cigars, you know, waiting mm-hmm, for that mm-hmm. to happen. Oh, no. And, in fact, you guys, so, it's, it's it's extremely
1: no, it's, uh, difficult for lenders because when you have bad debts. Levels. Yeah, if you have on bad levels. debts on, on your
2: uh, yeah. balances, oh, balance sure. sheets. It's a, it's a drain. It's a drain on everything. Well, it affects
1: it's, your ability to lend to other people as well it, when you, you have those non-performing sure. assets. It affects so. us
2: financially. It affects us mm-hmm. socially because as a lender, we don't want to... You know, uh, see, socially, see like you don't get invited places. Well, no, I've never had that problem. But, no, um, <laughs> well, what, you, don't <laughs> yeah, exactly. you don't want to be known as the lender. Yeah, you don't want to be the bad guy. Because I remember when you worked with a
1: we will not name this bank, but I remember when mm-hmm. you had one where you lost a lot more hair because people mm-hmm. hated you. Well, <laughs> or at least be, the firm you the, worked the, for, the company,
2: because it yeah. was at the absolute height Peak, of the, yeah. the you know the, the, the downturn yeah. in, in the recession and and. There was a. It was almost a growth industry of of people defaulting in short sales mm-hmm. and and foreclosures and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and that was not a fun time. In fact, I spent a lot of my time going around uh, making presentations to real mm-hmm. estate offices and, and teaching classes on how to actually navigate and do a short sale,
4: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, and and actually training realtors on this is this is how you do it. And uh, that was awful awful uh, time because it was just so it's not mm-hmm. not fun at all and mm-hmm. and invariably i'd I'd be in a room of, of 50 you know real estate agents and there's always a a handful of the the agents themselves that were going through the very thing oh, well, sure. so it was quite I, I
1: worked with many of those yeah, people well, helping them sell their yeah. homes i and, mean and knock I, could on tell, wood me. I could tell it for me i got through it fine but
4: well uh, yeah. wasn't Good yeah. for everybody.
2: Yeah, I, I could tell afterwards when I walk outside and you know my my tires have been knifed, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know not so popular thing, that sort of thing. You know, yeah. I, I'm glad we're through it. I, I really, really am. And 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 you know, Sherry, you know, we're talking about mortgage insurance, and of course the the uh, the side of that is is um, the alternatives are FHA financing. Um, let's do a quick comparison, sure. uh, can, can, can comparing conventional private mortgage insurance, which, which you offer to FHA mortgage insurance. Okay. So.
3: Well, basically with an FHA loan, you have an upfront premium mm -hmm. and a monthly, correct? Both. Both. Um, With a conventional mortgage, you have that option, but you have four other options as well. Right. As we talked a little bit about, you can pay it on a monthly basis. You can split it up. You can build it into your interest rate. You could pay it all cash. You could have your seller pay it. Mm-hmm. So you have all these different options. But the biggest one right now is on the monthly MI, the business that's over 95, that mortgage insurance is going to go away automatically Let's on a conventional mortgage. Yeah. On a
2: conventional mortgage, where on FHA now, as of a year ago, January, right. you can never remove the monthly mortgage insurance unless from an FHA you... loan unless you pay that loan off. Right. It Meaning it you can pay or, or sell, or sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. mm-hmm. So it's a
3: big advantage for the conventional high LTV business. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So
1: how do we... Let's not use too many acronyms. Loan to value. Sorry. Or if you do, at least explain what it is. Got it. Right. Just in case. Just in case. This is why people get intimidated because we start throwing acronyms around and they're like, I'm going to pretend I know what they mean.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, OMG. Yeah. Yeah. What are they saying? Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, so let's talk about that. So we can we can remove uh, the the conventional private mortgage insurance from a loan. Mm-hmm. So there is a even amongst loan officers there is a ton of misinformation about the rules behind that, how we can actually remove it uh, from a loan. So can you can you talk sure. about that a
3: bit? Sure. I think the first thing to look at is the type of mortgage insurance on the original loan. If you did a single premium loan, or a lender-paid single premium loan, that doesn't come off.
2: Right, where there's nothing added to the monthly payment. There's
3: nothing added to that monthly payment, okay? Whereas if you do a regular monthly MI, and let's say, for example, you put 10% down, and you got a really good deal. You bought a short sale, and you've Mm -hmm. been working it, working it, working it, making it pretty. And now your value has gone up. Right. And you're like, wow, I am so... 80, below 80% LTV, I need to check with my lender to see if I can drop the MI, mm-hmm. which you can. Right. So the thing to keep in mind, it's not up to the insurance company. We have no say. We're like any other kind of insurance. Once you stop paying us, there's no coverage. So okay. you would go or your borrower would go to whomever he makes this mortgage payment to. And typically they have to do that in writing. And that, that lender will have certain rules that he mm-hmm. wants to look at. The three primary rules are a good payment history, mm-hmm.
1: a new appraisal, okay, and no late payments. Got it. So I will say that I frequently have people contact me. For listeners out there, um, you might start first. Don't go to Zillow for crepes sake. Um, but, you know, I mean, it might be a good ballpark to help you. Um, but those numbers can be wildly off base up or down. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have someone just quickly before you start paying for the cost of an appraisal, cause appraisals right now cost anywhere from like 500 to 650 bucks or so. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, usually your friendly real estate agent will do a quick analysis for you, um, that can help you get an idea of right. whether or not you're yes, really you're in, the in the right place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm right cuz sometimes people some people think their home is worth way more than it really
2: is no 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 everybody thinks their home is worth more
1: no that's not true that's not true i'm i'm a realist i can walk in and be like i think yeah, my home no, I'm is not worth more yet. than what it is <laughs> that is true <laughs> But I own several, but I have I have my rental properties and my own property, and I tend to be extremely conservative. And I remember even when you used to have the loan on my house on Finney Ridge mm-hmm. and you were calling because we were, oh, yeah, that's right, because I was doing a line of credit on my house, and you were like, oh, yeah, it's worth this much. I went. No, no, it's way. not. I <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it is not. That's a hundred grand above what my house is worth. Sure. I can sure. tell you that right now. Okay, so, so,
2: so one, way, one way to get to remove the, the mortgage insurance is we're, we, we do a new appraisal on the property to determine we have sufficient equity. And I know on the lending side, mm-hmm. we're not going to let you do that right away. You know, typically we're going to want to wait uh, a couple years, at least at least two years. Mm -hmm. And and we want to see that you have at least about 25 percent equity in the property typically. But there's also a way to remove it by just paying your balance down. Mm -hmm. So so if you start out, uh, you know, we're we're going to basically say um, once your loan reaches 80 percent of the original purchase price or or original appraisal, if it was a refinance. Uh, then you can request to have that mortgage insurance removed yeah mm-hmm. all right is it 80 or is it 78 well, well it's it's, it's
3: technically 78% loan to value that it has to drop off the okay. lender can no longer collect any kind of impounds or monthly payments once okay. you get to 78% and it, are they
1: tracking that on an automated valuation yes, model? they have okay. they yes. have to that's yeah. known as AVM in the industry.
4: Well, we're
2: just really looking at, at the, uh, the loan balance compared to the original appraisal mm-hmm. amount. So we, mm-hmm. we don't even need an AVM or anything like that. Well, so, when we're so, in a
1: market right now that we're growing 12% a year, well, I mean, Right,
2: but I'm saying there's two ways to get rid of it. One is that we're going to do a new appraisal or two is the loan balance just drops to eighty okay. percent of the mm-hmm. original. Because yeah, some people do price. pay
1: ahead too. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. I know I am. And, or once
3: in a while, you'll get someone that's going to run into some cash, and they're going to say, yeah. "Hey, Eric, um, I've got this money. I want to put it down. You know, if I put that down mm-hmm. on my mortgage, would you guys drop the mortgage insurance?" For okay, me? absolutely. But in
1: that case, they're not recasting the loan, no, right? Some will. Yeah. Some will. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We're throwing
2: another acronym out there, but recasting means... That's not an acronym. It's just a term. Well, it's a term. All right. (laughs) So if you pay your balance down significantly on a mortgage, uh, you can request with your lender to recast the payment, meaning we're going to lower your payment based on the original term of the loan. So you're not shortening the term of your loan, which normally if you keep the same payment, you pay your balance down, you're just going to pay the loan off more quickly. You can also do a recast, keep the same term, and just lower your payment. So yeah, it's not of, like fishing where you that. recast. That's right. Because you
1: missed, but, and but, didn't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: what she said. But uh, so the point is, with removing mortgage insurance, you can pay the balance down to eighty mm-hmm. percent. You can pay it down to seventy-eight percent and it will automatically come off. Why wait the 2%, you know, when you hit 80%, call mm-hmm. your lender or send a, send a Absolutely. note to your lender. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's get it removed. Mm-hmm. And I never really thought about that, Sherry, from the from the mortgage insurance side. You're like, "All right, that's fine. Yeah, you know, we're just not going to pay your, you know, your insurance is no longer in in right. force." So, no sweat off your brow. No. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's that's good to know. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, now let's talk about also um, Oh, actually, when we come back, I got a couple more questions for you. One is some cool co- coverage you've got that's available as sort of a supplement to this. So, stay tuned for more on Open House with Team Reward here with Sherry Spies from Radian Mortgage Insurance.
0: Business Radio thirteen hundred traffic. Hi, it's Mark Christopher once again. Enough up- to minute. Tra-
1: Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Haas with Team Reba. REMAX Metro East Side.
2: <laughs> you had to think about that for a minute. I and did. And
1: uh, say I was like, did I already say that out. already?
2: <laughs> and this is Eric Ozis here with Home Street Bank. At least you know where you're from. I do.
1: And we're here with?
2: With Sherry Spees.
1: Sherry Spees. Yep. Still here. And it's Radian... It's Radiant Mortgage,
3: mortgage insurance, insurance or Radiant okay.
1: Guarantee. Oh, it is Radiant Guarantee because yeah. you kept saying that, and I was like, oh, "God, I thought it was Radiant Guarantee," but her spreadsheet didn't have the full name on. So, it's all good. okay, got it.
3: And, got and it, you know, got Sherry,
2: it. there's, there's, how many mortgage insurance companies licensed in Washington State? There's not very many.
3: Oh, there's way too many.
2: Is there? You think?
3: Yeah, we, <laughs> we went from. Well, you'd like there only to be one. Well, yeah, but we went from four to seven in about okay. 24 months. Okay, so mm-hmm. seven roughly. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And and all of these these we we're, you're an insurance company. Mm-hmm. So you have to file your rates with the with the insurance commissioner. We do. And you got to follow all those special insurance commissioner rules. So you can't like, you know, you know, you, you can't like uh buy lavish uh, you know, trips to Vegas for loan officers or anything fun no. like that. Dang it. Yeah. And they
3: regulate our rates. Every time we file every time we change a rate, we have to file with the state. Yeah. And Washington is notorious for really putting us through the ringer as far as raising and lowering rates sure sure it's very 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 challenging in in this market
4: but
2: i've really noticed too though that there are there are some definite differences in premiums from company to company radian's really good about about that your Mm -hmm. your premiums are are very good and 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 so so i always figure with insurance that every company is going to be Pretty much similar mm-hmm. in their in their premiums, but but there are some variations with there, that.
3: There's some variations, and there's also a lot of things that we try to do to add value to mm-hmm. the customers. um We talked a little bit about um, 97s at the beginning yep. of the conversation, mm-hmm. and Radiant has been. I like to describe Radiant as kind of scrappy because sometimes we'll just do things out of the box that we think are just going to help people and mm-hmm. obviously help drive business. So what we did is we offered unemployment insurance on every 97 loan that we write for a borrower. So if a borrower loses his job, which is the biggest reason someone stops making Mm -hmm. their payment, they have an additional policy with us, and we will pay on it for the first two years.
2: No kidding. So, Mm -hmm. wow, Wow. that's really cool.
3: Yes, $1,500 a month or $9,000 over the first two years if they lose their job and qualify for a regular federal unemployment insurance. So somebody, wow, somebody fantastic.
2: needing mortgage insurance on their loan, they know they need it. They can go to their lender and say, I want Radian. Yeah. And and the lender can make that decision. And it's a really good choice. point.
3: We've, we've never really marketed to the public. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's kind of a mistake at times because I think there's so many things that we could add and bring mm-hmm. value to the public. yeah, um Eric mentioned a website that we've just launched. yeah, that, yeah, I actually just
1: put it on Twitter
3: and um it's some really great, basic home buying information, right, Not linked to anybody or anything, and it's free. And it's kind of our first toe in the water to educate borrowers just about buying a home or what would that be the little is. piggy
1: or the big piggy?
3: <laughs> I want I want the whole foot, but you know it, I'll take a piggy,
1: <laughs> whichever piggy works.
2: Well, we're all about the education. Let's. Um, can I put that website up? Sure, so, of course. So and we'll put that. We'll post that yeah. on on the the web uh, on our right. On and the, I've got i I've right got a,
1: a. Tweet that's out there right now that's from a website off Housing Wire that talks about this. It Says Radian launches homebuyer education website. So we've got some stuff on there for you. Right. Uh, I believe we have a caller i got to figure out how to do this correctly. Do I click on this? What do I do? Hello? Oh, hey. Hi. Can you hear me?
2: We can hear you. Hi. Yeah. Who are, you are we talking question? to? Uh, this is David.
1: Hi, David. Thanks. And uh, appreciate you calling into Open House with Team Reba. You have a question for me,
4: Eric, or Sherry? Yeah, It's, it's going to be probably Eric and Sherry. I, I've got kind of a weird situation. Um, so my wife had lost her job last year. She's got a part-time job now. And... I think we'd be eligible under normal circumstances to take off the PMI we've been paying on our mortgage now since '99. Uh, oh wow! Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And and she says we can't. We couldn't do something like this because we could. We uh, she doesn't think she's in a position that we couldn't re- refinance. What? What? I guess I'm not clear on what would be involved as far as the refin- refinancing aspect of this. Oh sure.
3: Well, well first of all I I think we need to calculate where you're at in the process since mm-hmm. you've been paying since 1999.
4: Yeah, we've, we've yeah that's got a like long 18, time. 1000 left on it something like that. So About 200 200, 200 $1000 house.
2: So your your mortgage is is balance is very low and are you sure you're still paying mortgage insurance or PMI on that loan? I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah, that's something that definitely needs to be addressed and sorted out. And and you can exactly. you can have that that mortgage insurance removed from a loan without having to refinance or having to qualify for anything,
4: mm-hmm. as
2: long as you're you've been current on your mortgage payments for at least the last twelve months, and uh, you're still living in the home as your as your principal residence. Uh, Sherry, mm-hmm. any, anything else?
3: And you may just be very close to hitting
2: yeah. that seventy
3: eight percent benchmark. Right after i would certainly think so i think you're a lot yeah yeah Yeah. it's usually 11 through term it definitely slows down so you're probably very close
2: yes
4: absolutely so i guess i'm not clear does it drop off automatically after 78 percent or yes yes okay well does it depend on
3: the type
1: of loan though
3: um the only type of loan i think it doesn't drop off is an investment property but it's his single it's his primary residence right
1: yeah, yeah. So, so David, what I would also uh, encourage you to look at is see if there's a breakdown on your payment stubs that you get or your, your statement. online statement or whatever it is that you have, and if it doesn't specifically break anything down, you might just contact your lender to find out if there's a built-in PMI payment to that, and if so, then start asking them how do you go ahead and start the process of having it removed if it is still there.
4: Okay.
2: Absolutely, right. and and one other one other thought also depending on on what interest rate you have on that loan, mm-hmm. and thinking about the age of that loan, you may also be eligible for a special streamlined type refinance True. program called HARP.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, the HARP loans are eligible for anyone who who got their first mortgage before May of two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're if you got it before that, and if that loan is owned by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, and your lender can. Find that out, or you can actually Google that yourself and look it up to find out. Uh, Then You may be eligible for a very streamlined type of a refinance. It Mm -hmm. doesn't need uh, hardly any documentation, nor would it need any appraisal of the property.
1: Yeah, if you want to contact us uh, separately from the show, we're happy to try and walk you through it, too.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. Great. Yeah, thank you for the call. Sherry, anything to add to that? No, it's a great question. I'm really psyched about this this uh, mm-hmm. thought that you've got unemployment coverage. I, I just keep thinking about that. Mm-hmm. That's really really cool. Yeah,
3: I'm excited about it too. It's um, like I say, we try to come up with things that are a little bit out of the box, mm-hmm. give people a little more security, get them looking at doing 97s again. It's been a long time. Right. So- just out of
1: curiosity, if there's somebody who's in a union and they go on strike, does it cover strikes or just unemployment?
3: I think it's just unemployment okay. but I would have to check to make sure. I think the rule of thumb is if they qualify for federal unemployment they also qualify for this policy as well. Okay. Got so it. not so much the seasonal worker. Right. But more um, someone who's already got I'm to just thinking like
1: teachers and even Boeing people have that kind of situation mm-hmm. come up sometimes so they do okay
2: yeah on a fa- fairly regular basis mm-hmm. you know so that can that can come up right you yeah know, and, and it's nice to know that there's some tools there in the in the toolbox and that costs nothing right you know mm-hmm. to a, and there's to nothing consumer. for you to
3: do either we contact right. the borrower after closing oh get it all set up and you can just tell the customer about it and
2: I like that okay. even better. Yeah, I know. Okay, hey, speaking of other other sort of discounts available, um, you know, Reba and I teach this this first time homebuyer class that we volunteer on mm-hmm. behalf of the Washington State Housing Finance Commission, and there's a special discount for consumers who take that first time buyer class, right? Mm-hmm. For, cer- for certain loan programs,
3: right. They get less. They get to order less coverage, right? Yeah. As far as mortgage insurance.
2: That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: I don't think I realized that. We've been teaching mm-hmm. that because I don't think I knew that that was true about the PMI part.
2: It can make a pretty big difference. Wow. Okay. So, so uh, the the amount That's of fantastic. coverage, like, so for for instance, somebody putting three percent down on on a loan, there normally we would require thirty five percent PMI coverage. If they take the class, we only require eighteen percent coverage. So the amount of insurance is less. Isn't that right? Right. Okay. It's almost okay. half. Yeah, almost half. Oh, wow. That's okay. significant. So can save a ton of money. That is significant. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, fantastic. Sherry,
2: I want to get your website out there also for people. This is a really cool site that's that's um, that's out there for buyers. Um, it's called AchieveTheDream.com. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of tools on there. And on behalf of Reba and I, Sherry, we really enjoyed having you here today. Thank you so much for joining us.
3: Well, Thank you for having me. It was really fun. Absolutely.
2: All right. Thanks for being here with all of us at Open House with Team Reba. We'll
1: be here next week, Tuesday, from 3 to 4, like usual. Have a great week. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Side on Facebook or email info at com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL.
4: Our house,
2: in the middle of a street, our
0: House. Program sponsored by Team Reba of ReMax Metro Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Business Radio 1300 Weather.
4: Here's the weather for the Northwest.
0: Sunny and mild for this afternoon. Temperature.